Welcome to part two of the Nomads You and I series. So this phrase, organization celebration, I stole from my friend, Michelle Walker, who used to be a middle school teacher. And when it was, it was, she created it when it was one of those days where I don't know how many times a year it's, okay, kids, today we're cleaning out our lockers. And it's really a marketing ploy. Uh, I realize that, but you know, like an organization celebration, ooh, that sounds like fun. Well, <laughs> uh, what's fun is the day after it's done. So here's how this goes down. And this, I think, is maybe one of the most meaty parts of what I have to say today in terms of running a tight ship, keeping house, all right? So here's how it goes down. Let me look how many, there's really about six steps on this. And again, this is already, this is all written out on a Google Doc that, you know, you can just print out if you're interested. Number one, start on the morning of a day that you have nothing else scheduled. It takes me about eight hours to do this thing, but I do this thing probably once a season. For years and years, I did it once a season. I might be down to twice a year on this right now, but start on a morning on a day that you have nothing else scheduled. It, this is a great day. If dad could bring, have it all planned, dad, would you bring home the takeout Chinese or the pizza or whatever for the kids? And in, in fact, if you if you have a house full, you know, if the if you could trade some organization celebration day with some other mom that you're close to, you take my kids, I'll take yours when it's your turn. Maybe though you're more the type like no, I'm I want my kids around here because they are really helpful at sorting toys and you know, I could say, "Honey, bring me this and go do that." They could run the household errands for you on this day whatever works for you but figure out basically what I'm saying on ways that to minimize interruptions that's what I'm talking about so you know when the phone rings keep going talk while you organize if a friend comes to the door hey hey come on in follow me I'm back here in the kitchen and sit down make yourself comfortable here's some tea okay let's talk and keep moving. If you're hungry, have already, you know, things ready to roll where you can just kind of eat on the run while you're doing your thing. Because the main thing is what I'm about to describe, it's going to take some focus. If you discover, here's what else happens sometimes. You're, you're going across, you're like, what? This is that? Oh, it's my yearbook. Or I haven't seen this for you. Oh, it's my letter from my... Keep going. Today is not the day. You're going to need to stay tenaciously focused. You'll have time to read your fascinating yearbook and all your old letters. And, you know, that's that's for another day. So number two, if done on a regular basis, basis once per season, organizing an entire home takes about one work day. I, like I said, about eight hours. If, however, you're starting from a very unorganized state, and especially if you're organizing at your house is a one-man show, you are all on your own, it could take several days. So in this case, you know, start on a morning that you have the next two or three days intentionally cleared. Number three, put on your favorite upbeat music. Dance party in your ears. Uh, it will fool your body into doing the work while your head goes on a semi-vacation dance party. 
So some of you are not so much motivated by the fantastic beats. Perhaps you're better distracted by listening to your favorite program or your sermons or podcast or audiobook. I've done quite a bit of that and it, and it works for me. But the thing is, I want to stop and if they just said something super amazing, I need to highlight that or speak it into my phone notes so I don't forget. And that's kind of disruptive for me. Whatever keeps your head out of the game where you're doing the work, because it is a little bit of a mindless, a lot of it is pretty mindless. So I say go for the music, but whatever, whatever rocks your boat. So number four, for a quote unquote major overhaul, ready? Gather four big plastic hefty bags or four large cardboard boxes or even those bins, like those big plastic bins, that'll do. For a seasonal organization celebration, you might be able to get away with four brown grocery barrel bags. So in one of them, you're going to put all the garbage you find. In the second bag, you're going to put all the things that are going to be donated or are going to go into your garage sale. Personally, I like to do the garage sale and then donate. And that way, you know, you're selling clothes. Now you have kind of a kitty of cash to buy kids clothes, you know. So try to sell what you can at the garage sale and then donate whatever you want. Some people don't think it's worth the hassle. Maybe you live in the country, n- not enough traffic, whatever. But the third bag, all right, the third bag will be the it goes somewhere else in the house bag. Because you know what? You don't even have time right now to run it to the other room where it belongs. You'll lose focus. And the fourth is for things that need to be taken to the car for giving back to the people that you borrowed it from or the library, maybe to the church building. For whatever reason, it belongs somewhere where it needs to be driven back to where it belongs. Another must-have that you're going to want is a pencil and a paper. And here's why. Because as you go, there is going to be odd jobs that float into your head they've probably floated in and out of your head 20 times or more and now they're in the forefront of your brain again so it's things like oh my god glue that picture frame back together write it down on the pencil and paper that's right next to you I need to clean the gunk out of the windowsill spot paint the walls buy a shoe organizer Buy shelf paper, wash the curtains, remove the cobwebs, wash the windows, sign up for Little League. I mean, whatever it is, it's going to come. It's as you touch every single thing you own and you're opening, you're going to be opening every drawer and every cabinet and every closet, uh, looking under your bed, all that stuff. These things, once they're out, they flow through the lead of your pencil and they're on your list. They are not clouding up your head anymore. So those are all projects to be done another day. But you don't want to forget them. So this can alternatively be spoken in the notes, n- note app on your phone. I don't know if you're addicted to that as I am. So handy, when, especially when you're out and about. You just click, you speak what goes on the list and put it back in your pocket. Another thing to tote along while you're going to do this organization celebration as you work are rags and cleaner. Uh, and a little, maybe a little hand vacuum, like a dust buster for wiping out drawers in cabinets and closets. So that's the only cleaning piece of this because, you know, a lot of times, like in the kitchen, there might be enough crumble, gross crumble, crunchies in my gadget drawer. I'm just going to dump the whole thing out. I'm going to wipe it out. 
And then I'm only going to put back in it what I know I really, really, really need. So that's the part of the cleaning that that will be done on organization celebration day. So I like starting in my bedroom and ending in my kitchen. I mean, the kitchen is probably going to be the hairiest room. So maybe maybe you want to do opposite where your bulk of your energy when your energy is more up. And then I kind of like, I know I'm going to collapse at the end of this day. So it's really nice to know my bedroom is A+. plus. Um, but and the other advantage is starting in the bedroom. That way, if it's evening, by the time I get uh, the kitchen done, I can heat things up while I work. You know, that throw that take and bake in the oven or whatever. Leaving no space behind. Here's, here it is, you guys. Leaving no space behind. Move drawer to drawer, closet to closet, cabinet to cabinet. You're discarding things. You're wiping inside drawers and such. You're organizing. You know, you're sorting like things together. You don't have two places where the scotch tape goes. Everything has one place. You're going to be folding and stacking and filling those four bags or boxes and you're going to drag them room to room, but you're not going to leave the first room until it's 100%. And then you move on to the next space and the next space and the next space. Yeah, one place for notebook paper, one place for everything. You and so think about what's the smartest place. What room does this really belong in? Is it office Think, give some thought, give some mindfulness to where things should live in your house as you go. Because today's the day where you're going to have light bulb moments lighting up your head left and right. Number six, when you have finished your entire house, take your garbage bag outside to the can, obviously. Put the giveaway bags that's like the donation bags and it goes to some other uh, place in your car, in the trunk. Don't forget about it. And then, you know that bag that is the bag of it goes to another room that you weren't going to take the time to go to every single time you found an object that goes to another room? Dump that bag on your kitchen table. Maybe it's so big you're dumping it in the center of your living room. I don't know. But sort the mass into piles according to the room they belong in and immediately put all those doodahs exactly where they belong in each of those rooms. Boom, you're done. You guys, when you wake up the next day, it's going to feel like grown-up Christmas. You will be living in Endorphin City, USA, like Santa Claus has come to town. You're going to know, here's your presence. You're going to know what you own. You're going to know where everything that you own is located. And you'll also have this list of projects that you have discovered in the course of your, in the course of your organizing. Those projects that used to float around randomly in and out of your head, making you feel chaotic are now on a piece of paper just waiting to be completed and crossed off. So today, the, you wake up that day, the clutter is gone. But you know what's still there? The dirt. Most of the dirt is still there. So that day is the perfect day for the deepest cleaning you have ever done in your life. But 
it's not a bummer because you can already feel that the, some of the frustration has been replaced with relief and creativity. And with an orderly environment, you're going to feel mental clarity that will help you be more productive in the bigger and better projects God has uh, for you above and beyond. So let's talk a little bit about cleaning. Cleaning hints, y'all. Daily. What should be done daily? Like what do people do on the daily? Make your bed. Tidying. Tidying is always going to mean like put stuff back in the one and only place that they will, everything belongs. You're going to do the dishes, wipe the countertops, laundry every day. Yeah, we'll talk more about that. Cooking and sweeping, you know, and, and include include the outside entrance. That sound like might sound like overkill, but you guys, that's that's the dirt that's coming into your house. So if you include the outside entrance when you're doing the inside entrance, you know, that's that's working smarter, not harder. On the weekly, bathrooms. That's my opinion, isn't it? Bathrooms. Maybe you you have you know all the kids, and that needs to be done on the daily. More power to you. Uh, it's two of us now. So, and even when we were raising our three bathrooms seemed to, you know, we'd sometimes we'd use our towel. If we're going to throw a towel in the laundry, we might wipe the faucet off in the counters before we throw our towel in the laundry. But anyway, bathrooms on the weekly vacuum, dust, wipe and clean out the fridge on the weekly, wash the bedding and wash those washable throw rugs, even ironing. I did that on the weekly. That ironing your stuff one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. Yeah, nobody got time for that. Do it all at once. Oh, but it's going to get all wrinkled if it's like, if it's in hanging, not really. If you, if you don't own too many clothes, they're not going to be so smashed together that they're wrinkling each other again. Do your ironing all at once, I recommend. Seasonally, four times a year. Organize every cabinet, drawer, cupboard, and closet, and deeply dust. Deeply dust, what do you mean? Okay, now move the chair. Vacuum underneath the chair. Lift think, lift up the canisters. Really get back in there. Think high, really high. Like, oh, great, the chandeliers and the, yeah, do that. Think low. You know, try to, do you have one of these vacuums that you can even go underneath your beds and stuff like that? Deep dust. We're on the seasonally. Wash your blankets. You know, you've been washing your sheets. I would say wash your blankets seasonally at least. Some people do that monthly. Uh, Polish your silver. Do you still have silver? Hmm. Polish it. Seasonally. Spot clean the walls and the carpets. Scrub exteriors of your cabinets, shampoo carpets, you know, especially uh, in the summer. It's a great time. They dry more quickly because some people do like, maybe it's overkill to do seasonal um, shampooing carpets. It depends on your traffic, doesn't it? So I would say at least annually wash your curtains. Maybe when you're buying your curtains, maybe some ones that can come out of the dryer without wrinkles. That'd be smart. Have a garage sale annually, at least. We do maybe two a year now. Clean out and organize your garage annually. Canning and freezing annually. Wash your outside win- windows annually. So this next section is little autopilot habits that's go- that are going to help you minimize your work. This is sort of the work smarter, not harder section. So you've done your organization celebration and you're like, oh no, what, you know, and now you know like what you do weekly, seasonally, monthly, annually, 
But what about in between all that? What can I do to never be buried again? That's really what this is all about. All right. Make your bed when you get out of it. If, well, if there's somebody still in it, you guys don't make your bed over your husband. <laughs> so make your bed when if make your bed when you get out of it and tidy your way to your morning coffee. So here's, I think this, if there's one hint, this next one that I'm going to say, tidy your way to your morning coffee. When you leave a room or a car, habitually take, be like a human magnet. When you go from room to room, misplace, take all the misplaced items with you as you move from room to room and put them in the real places that you are headed along the way. Have only one right place for every single thing you own. Every time you pass the washer and dryer, oh, you guys, if you do this, this is going to add to the quality of your life. Ready? Every time you pass the washer and dryer, do something to keep the laundry processing. Run the machine every time there's enough for one full load. Doesn't mean you're going to have to fold it every day, every day. But at least keep it processing your laundry areas. For one thing, it's going to smell better if you don't have this huge mass of tall, stinky, gross laundry waiting for laundry day. So what I'm saying is, you know, you're walking past, oh, there's a load that could go into the dryer. Just keep it rotating. Keep it rotating. Even if you only have time to fold laundry once a week, keep your laundry rotating. Start a load get the load in the dryer. All right. So put thing put most things back where they go before you go to bed. So that way when you are doing your morning devotions, your environment feels stellar. Sometimes you're too tired, not a problem, but most of the time try to put things where they go before you go to bed. Consider doing all your weekly household housework in one day so that the rest of your week is free. And oh, you get that everything is squeaky clean feeling when everything's clean at once. I know when my kids were younger, I would do like the thing where it's like, okay, to Monday's laundry day, Tuesday's dusting day, Thursday, and kind of breaking up all the jobs into days of the week. And if you like that better, go for it. Personally, I love where... I can wake up in the morning and be like, whoa, my whole house is totally clean. I like, and it's fine with me if by, you know, day six, I'm fine with the graph of it going from super clean to not clean anymore. I want that peaceful, easy feeling. Anyway, so here's, here's some more. We're talking about autopiloting these habits to minimize work. Keep... A, a running list and organize your life during times when you're out and about so you can have this list on your phone and then it something something hits you you know like maybe you are at your kids game or you're sitting in a doctor's office or you're waiting at DMV now you can look through your phone and kind of organize your life and type in on your list cross things out that sort of thing do your dreaded stuff first. And then that way, when you're low on energy, you got your fun stuff left. Have and use a filing system. When a piece of paper comes into your life, throw it away or file it or act on it as instantly as is practical. 
there's no reason to have a huge mound of paper in your life. When a one minute job crosses your mind, if at all possible, just do it, or at least add it to your list. Instead of saying, I can't decide, and that's a lot of times why, why there's that huge mass of paper, you know, this huge pile of stuff. I haven't really decided, do I want to keep that? So I would say, make the stinking decision already. It's halting your process. Do as much of your work as ahead of time as is practical. Like try to get that where you're ahead of the game. You know, maybe it's not time to do that thing. Go ahead and just, if you've got the time, do the thing. I, the principle of work before play. Reward yourself with some social networking after you've completed your work. Maybe, you know. Buy things before you run out. Be active, not reactive. Do mindless tasks during less important phone calls. Hello, Bluetooth headphones. Love that. We're now you got both hands free and you're not going to get a cramp having your shoulder hold your phone against your head. Break out the Bluetooth headphones. You got two hands free. Keep moving. Avoid overbooking your children's after school activities. You know, they need some free time outside for pretending. That is critical. Don't do things for your children that they can do for themselves. You are not doing them any favors. You know, whatever they can do for themselves, even if your result's going to be C minus, that, you know, be cool with that. You know, you can make a bad at A plus. Go with the C minus if they can do that themselves. Show them how to do an A plus and then, you know, just be okay with not stellar so that they can learn and they get, they deserve those endorphins for getting their own work done. They will love that. Allow others to help you complete your tasks if they offer and help others with theirs. Maybe you could have a friend come over on organization celebration day or you could help them. I don't know. That might be tricky because only you know what's a keep, what's not a keep. But yeah, trade off, you know, helping each other. Go ahead and yeah, I'll, I'll take some help with this or that. Hire out projects that you dislike and can afford and can afford to hire out. You know, you if you're this super successful businesswoman, there is no shame. Girl, you have earned if you can hire the professionals to come in and do this thing, good for you. Don't argue with your husband about cleaning. If you're an at-home mom and he helps out, consider it icing on the cake. If he's a happy husband and feels well taken care of, he'll probably offer some help. Not always. But don't argue with him about this. Children are happiest when they're making a contribution to the family, so maximize their help. Continue to remove from your life everything you do not use or love, even if it means renting a dumpster. Buy and read Speed Cleaning by Jeff Campbell and Tidying Up. Um, there's more to that title of that book. Tidying Up, like Discover the Magic of Tidying Up, something like that. By Anyway, you'll find it by Marie Kondo. She says, your life begins after putting your house in order. She also says, when you finish putting your house in order, your life will change dramatically. Once you've experienced what it's like to have a truly ordered house, you'll feel your whole world brighten. So, Wow. You guys, we've come up on almost a whole hour. And so I think I'm going to do a part two for bringing order to the food in your life, 
and we'll talk about the bringing order to like health and fitness habits and that little five or 10 minutes for homeschooling moms. So I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you and we will see you in part three.